Welcome to the Grounded Greatness Podcast, where we dive deep into the world of relentless determination, hard work, and unwavering dedication to help you unlock your full potential. We're your hosts, Jonathan and Joseph, and your mentors along this journey to greatness. Each week, we'll bring you inspiring stories, expert insights, and practical tips where we've turned our dreams into reality through sheer grit and resilience. Whether you're looking to excel in your career, improve your health and well-being, or simply level up in life, this podcast is your go-to source for strategies, motivation, and the mindset needed to achieve personal excellence. What's up, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Grind to Greatness. And today's podcast is sponsored by Elite Mind Athlete, the number one online elite coaching program for high school and college athletes, helping them build the discipline required to perform at the highest level. We built a user-friendly app that tracks their productivity where it counts the most, and that's learning how to clock in when everyone clocks out. We structure and organize their day to execute 10 high-performing habits that are focused around mindset, discipline, nutrition, and performance called the Elite Grind System. If you want to become a champion, then you have to do what champions do. We give each athlete all the resources they need to become successful with the coaching, the strategies, the resources, and we make it to where they compete, where they're involved with other athletes across the city, earning their ranks and becoming a high performer. If you're looking to become a high performer, then go to EliteMindAthlete.com and sign up now. Woo! All right, so Joseph, listen, we're back in the, the cold garage here. I think it's like negative 50. Yeah, I think it feels like negative 50. <laughs> and so we're going to do some hard shit, and we're going to podcast in the cold. You cool yeah. with that? Yeah, bro. And we have a cool episode um, today. You want to talk about um, putting your mind on a diet. And before you know, we started recording, we were talking about our last episode, which got rudely interrupted by leaf blowers and, and all types of lawn equipment. And I, I want to give us some props because we stayed pretty focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we made we smiled at each other like as it kept getting louder and louder, but the conversation kept flowing. Um, and you know, like you have to be able to think um, even when shit goes haywire. Um, and so I think diving into the minds today um, will hopefully get into some of that that focus um, and simplifying distractions. Absolutely, man. And so, you know, I want to start off with taste podcast a little bit different. I want to give you a parable and I want your take. Okay. okay? And it's going to tell you a little quick story. Okay. All right. An old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside me. He said to the boy, it's a terrible fight and it's between two wolves. One is evil. He is angry, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, and lies, false pride, superiority, and ego, all right? He continued, the other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person too. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf wins? Mm. The old Cherokee simply replied, the one you feed. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Now, taking all that in, I want your perspective, your take on how you view this story. So my mind first immediately made one wolf bad and one wolf good. Um, And one wolf strong and one wolf weak. And I want to say, first and foremost they're both wolves and they both have wolf mentality 
Um, so they are both strong. They both can cause some harm. Um, and they both can protect. Um, and so now the ending of it is who wins is the one you feed. Um, I think there's the ability to implement both characteristics of each wolf into the other one. So, you know, we did a we did an episode two episodes ago about ego and humility, and the last word for the first wolf was ego. But we know now, and if you go back and watch that episode, ego's not a bad thing if used appropriately. Um, it's necessary um, to tackle and accomplish hard things yeah. um, and to take risk and to have discipline and, and things of that nature. Um, so now I forgot the question. What was your, what was your Now I just wanted your take on yeah. how you view the entire story. Yeah. yeah. So I, I definitely believe what you feed will grow. Yeah. You know, um, uh, oh, there's another, there's a quote very similar to um, where, where the, where the mind goes, energy flows. Yep. Right. And so um, you have to be very cautious of what you're thinking about mm -hmm. and what you're implementing and what you're doing um, because it will consume your whole life and that will win. Um, and I made a, a long story thread today about victim mindset. Um, as a coach, a lot of people send me reels on social media about fad diets, this chemical, this reason, that reason why you can't lose weight, just targeting people and, and spreading fear. And I said, I said, be careful like with watching this shit and trying to connect emotionally to it because yeah. you will always feel like a victim because that's what you're feeding. That's where you're putting your energy into of mm -hmm. these like, oh my gosh, you know what? I can't lose weight because this person on YouTube just told me I can't lose yeah. weight. Um, and so you will always fail. But if you watch the other side of that, you feed the other wolf of, oh, you know what? Like, look at all these other people who I connect with who were successful. Look at all these people who have done it before me. Look yeah. at all these people who have overcome more hardships, which the last story I put is, man, I've been blessed to be able to coach people with cancer. I've been blessed to coach people through domestic violence. I've been able to connect and coach people through um, homelessness and getting kicked out of their home, not being able to afford having to move and like never gave up on their health goals yeah. and they're 50, 80, a hundred pounds down. They're off all medications. Um, so someone always has it worse than you, but sometimes you need to look at their story yeah. to, to be less victimized in your own story and feed the better, the better wolf. Absolutely. And so I have a similar uh, take on it. Um, the way I looked at it is that everything is a dichotomy. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't be too much of one thing. Mm -hmm. That makes you weak. If I'm overly powerful, then I'm gonna destroy everything in my fucking way. Nobody wants to destroy things in their life. Yeah. If I'm overly weak, I don't think there's any good for coming overly weak. At least if you're powerful, you can actually you know, protect. And I don't think anything great can come from just being too fucking weak. But there has to be a point where you have to understand that life's about a spectrum, a spectrum ranges. Mm -hmm. And you should be a thermometer. You should be able to control and dial up what is needed. Is right. hard needed? Is some emotion needed? And you should have full control over it. That's a strong person, yeah. is when they have full control over it. Yeah. A weak person, the weak wolf, is somebody who does not have control over it. Right. They think either this or that. Mm -hmm. And they're more of a thermometer. Mm -hmm. 
they just reflect what that situation is. Right. If this is a high intensity situation, they're just going to reflect the high intensity situation. And so the wolf that ultimately wins is the wolf that learns how to be a thermometer, mm -hmm. who has full control. Mm -hmm. And you do that by feeding it what it needs in this particular moment, right? right? So there's no good or bad. Mm -hmm. It's what you feed in that particular moment and what is needed and necessary. Yeah, and there's a, a whole quote of like, don't, don't mistake my kindness for weakness, yeah. which is why I think listening to that parable of the wolf bee, let's just say, you immediately like, oh, this wolf is weaker, right? Um, and so I tried to reframe my mind around, man, they're both wolves. They both can tear my ass up. And so, and to your point, I think we need both. Um, now, we, and we, we see this all the time, if you dive off the deep end too far on one edge of the spectrum, you're, you're gonna get humiliated, you're gonna miss a lot of opportunities, you're going to disconnect with a lot of people. Um, and so again, to your point, like it has to be a dial. It has to be a dimmer switch. Um, you can't be all or nothing. I tell people this all the time. I'm never all or nothing, not even politically, nothing yeah i have some left views i have some right views um i i go back and forth um i think that's why we connect so well though yeah. i'm not all or nothing either i find ranges and yeah. what works on how i can better my situation yeah and that and i mean i made a post today in unconquerable um about like stop letting your emotions control you stop reacting to emotions that are not going to change your income they're not going to change your safety they're not going to change your family at all. And we talked about this on social media on our, on our last episode. Um, but we're so emotionally driven. We ha it's, it's an on-off switch. All or nothing. Happy, terribly sad. Yeah. Angry, peaceful. Like It needs to be more of a dimmer switch of a little bit of everything. And you can be 60% one way, 40% the other way, depending on the situation, or 70-20, or whatever the case may be. 70-30, sorry about that. Um, but yeah, so many people like, and it fueled the, what fueled my fire was my sister got mad at me. Awesome. Um, yeah. And, and, <laughs> Just to and, figure and, out. And she reacted straight out of emotion, which there was nothing to be emotional about. There was, she wanted to spend more time with me. And I was like, no, 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 go spend time with your friends. Like we can go do something else later. And she just immediately freaked out. Like I was like denying her. Yeah. And I was like, but you're, you're with a friend. You don't. So I'm going to be the third wheel of your friend group. I don't want to do that. Like, if you want to spend time with me, we'll spend some one-on-one -on -one time together. So I kind of shut it down, um, and she just reacted completely emotional. Even though I gave her another opportunity to say, we'll just hang out another time. Just you go have time with your friend. I'll go have time with my friends, and then you and I can do our own thing later and have nobody present, just be me and you. And, and bro, she freaked out. Yeah. Like, send me some crazy text messages. <sighs> The, the paragraphs? Yeah, yeah, it was wild. Um, <laughs> and I was like, what? I was like, oh my gosh. But like, again, like she felt turned down. You know, she felt like, you know, I was shutting her down. And so I, I understood it. But Fear, I was, yeah. Like, I, I, you're embarrassed or, or you think you had a great idea. And so you assumed it'd be okay. And then I was just going to say yes to whatever. And then I didn't say yes. And so I literally like, my last quote was like, that's what you get for assuming. Yeah. <laughs> and so you get for assuming that I was just going to say yes to go hang out with you and your friend. Um, and so... No, I don't want to go hang out. With it's you. perfectly fine to feel something, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But to react during the emotions are yeah. high. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Back in the day, my wife used to, she don't do this anymore, but we used to get arguments. Mm -hmm. She'll leave, walk out, do whatever. And like 10 seconds later, I got two paragraphs. And I don't read them. Yeah. Because I, I know they're, they're, they're not, she's not in the right mind space. Yeah. And whatever she's saying, mm -hmm. 
it's, it's probably not true. Like, it, yeah. she's not thinking clear. And That's sure enough, I 10, 15 minutes later, she's like, you know what? I'm sorry. Why? Because she had time to think, yeah. right? But right. if I matched her emotions, right. I could, now I'm saying shit yeah. that just to, just to piss you off because yeah. I'm now reacting to you. And just says, it's fine to have feelings. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not saying don't have feelings. I'm just saying you control them so that way you can think clearly enough. Yeah. And then you can respond with an appropriate response now that you had time to actually dissect and think about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I did the same thing. I was arguing with a registered dietitian um, and we were sending voice memos, messages back and forth. Mm. So on Instagram, you can only send a minute at a time. I was working out and she goes off. I got nine one minute clips. Oh, nice. <laughs> I didn't listen to a single one of them. Yeah. I didn't listen to a single one of them. And... Um, I told my buddy who I was working out with, I was like, look at this, bro. And then he was like, oh my God, is that what you do? And I was like, yeah, man, this is my life. Um, but I told her too. I said, I'm not, I didn't listen to a single one. Because yeah. I know you were arguing with me out of emotion, um, not out of facts. And you were arguing to like win yeah. and not out of like what's best for people. Yeah. Right? And, and, and to, like, to defend her just a little bit, um, what she thinks is best for people is very different from what I think is best for people. I'm a very mentally tough, stop making excuses type of yeah. person. And she was a very, well, uh, yeah, everyone's situation is different. And, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, and we can all still make better decisions. Like, um, and so I knew where it was going. And I just, I didn't, I didn't answer to it. I literally didn't respond. And, and we actually kept talking after that. Yeah. And I never listened to what she said. You know, I started, I started to think, I always like to, man, I go deep into my brain. I can have a conversation. I'm an introvert. I have deep conversations with myself, always trying to understand. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm always trying to understand. Mm -hmm. And so when the people, I'm sure you might try to understand too. We don't just block things out. Right. And so I started to look at, you know, why are we so emotionally weak? Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm trying to understand. And so I started thinking, I was like, you know what, growing up, you know what, my, you know what teachers, my father, my friends parents used to say to me all the time or say to people when they get their feelings hurt sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me right it's what my dad said i come home like ah, i'm kind of upset i caught fat or whatever the case may be and same thing and the teacher's like well why are you crying sticks and stones may break quite it's something that we believed mm -hmm. right it was the culture it's what i believed and what you believe if you believe it then it's true right. because that's how powerful your mind is yeah. man real quick i listened to a great podcast so if you guys um, are like man what is what is facts and what is truth yeah and facts are facts truth is facts but with your perception and emotion involved uh, that's what it is right and so it's like it's like man like this is this could be your truth yeah and there's some facts and in i there. can't and i can't tell you that it's not your truth yeah yeah and so then i started thinking we gone into this mentally which is which is good we have some awareness but mental health mm -hmm. right and then it shifted swinged way on the opposite end of the spectrum of now your feelings matter yeah your feelings matter your feelings matter your, and then if you say sticks and stones yo like you're being yeah. not yeah not empathy you don't have empathy mm -hmm. but because this trend is now society says words hurt then if we believe words hurt Words are going to hurt. So no wonder words are triggering everyone because guess what? We believe words hurt. Yeah. But back in the day, we all believe words can't hurt me. Sticks and stones. Yeah. So we believed it right. and it didn't hurt, bro. Right. You can call me names all you want. And it's yeah. just like, I built a callus. Right. Now, if we just swung too far, 
So I'm just trying to swing things back in the middle a tad bit and then use that, use it as a way to become thermometers right. where you can control and dial up, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying be a hard ass. Yeah. I'm just saying be strong enough to have full control. Yeah, Simon Sinek, I was listening to Simon Sinek uh, maybe a couple of days ago, and he said something very similar like, you know, there's a lot of positivity for if you and your loved ones are going to have an argument, for you to not have that argument right then and there, to put it on pause because in the heat of the moment, you're both going to react out of emotion or one's gonna be so emotional that the other person becomes very factual and then that can't clash either. Yeah. It's because this person's emo like 100% emotions. I don't care person, about your facts. Yeah, right? And, or vice versa, I don't care about your emotions. Yeah. Like these are the facts, right? And it just doesn't clash. And so you have to, if you notice that happening, you have to put a pause, hey, time out, half yeah. time, let's go get a drink, let's go eat, right? Whatever, let's, let's revisit this in an hour or so. Yeah. Um, or another, or completely another day, to where you both can dial it back or dial it up, and whatever you need to do yeah. to hopefully have a better, more thorough, more connected conversation. Um, which is kind of like what, what me and my sister did. She, it was very emotional. I was trying to hit her with facts, and I was like, "Man, I'm just not getting through." I'm just not. And so I was like, "Okay, I hope you have a good day. Like, you know, just let me know whenever you're ready to plan a trip, right?" Yeah. And so, um, and it's hard. So like, while you're talking, I was thinking, like, how could I reach back out to her? and not give her like the perception of ha ha I won I, I was white so. I was right I mean, yeah yeah and so I was like man like what would be like that a joke icebreaker <laughs> yeah, icebreaker. icebreaker hey you still, wolves. you still mad at me yeah. from that ass whooping <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you still mad at me because I'm better than you <laughs> yeah um, yeah so it's it's so tough man and I can be petty like that yeah. I can for sure be petty like that um and so yeah it's definitely a, a learning curve for myself because I'm I'm very factual and I'm almost no emotion. Well, the cool thing is, you said you're still learning, and okay. it's we're always can get better. That's yeah. why we go so hard and ham mm -hmm. on we can always get better. Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. So this actual conversation actually tr goes straight into the actual topic. Yep. Where we talked about the wolf, the one you feed, mm -hmm. and um, how to get you how to get you stuck, right? It, how to get you stuck? How to get you moving forward towards your goals? Mm -hmm. And you're, you're trying to follow these plans, you're trying to do this, you're trying to do that. And at the end of the day, most people are missing this one key aspect. Mm -hmm. And it's going way over your head because if we train our body, we're gonna, if we want to get a fit body, we train our body. Mm -hmm. right? we, we make it struggle so we can get strong. Mm -hmm. And then we also put it on a diet where we start feeding it the things for it to get strong. Right? So that's, it's very obvious. But if my mind is way more powerful than my body, how come we're not training our mind right. the same exact way? Like that concept just goes way over people's heads. Yeah. Train your mind. Like what do you what do you mean train your mind? Yeah. Well, I'm actually going to train my mind more than I train my body. Right. right? My my mind controls my body. My mind is the actual computer, the central computer that controls everything. everything all right. Yep. And so if your mind can't handle it then your body's not gonna be able to handle anything and yeah. vice versa, it just goes down the line. And so we wanna talk about, and I wanna get your perspective on, you know, how can people start making that transition from training your body first, but actually maybe doing that as well, but how can we train our mind? How can we feed our mind? What are some tangibles that they can do to start developing a stronger mindset? So I'm on an Inky Johnson um, kick right now um, and you know, one of his quotes is, 
um, can you be addicted to the process of what you're doing without being emotionally attached to the results of what you're doing? And I think oftentimes we enter relationships, we enter exercise, we enter things looking for a result without falling in love with the process. So I think he is like his shorter quote is process over uh, product. Okay. And so the first thing you need to do is no matter what you are entering, you need to understand that this is a process. And we've talked about this before of we're like, you want to lose 50 pounds? Cool. I don't care. I'm, I'm more focused on what's going to be our first hurdle. Like what's going to throw you off track first mm-hmm. because it's going to happen. And, you know, I talked to a client yesterday who wants to lose 60 pounds by July. I said, that's pretty tangible. 10 pounds a month for the next six months, 60 pounds down by July. Cool. I said, that's in a perfect world. Mm. I said, it's in a perfect world. She's like, well, you know, I can do it. And I'm like, maybe, but you haven't been successful with me in two years. Yeah. We've been together for two years. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. Like, and yeah. so what makes you think that you're going to flip some switch that is going to make you magic. Ma- yeah. Yeah. And so I said, so I'm not trying to discourage you. Let's, that is the North star 60 pounds by July. Mm-hmm. I go, but when you don't lose 10 pounds in a month or one or two pounds per week, I don't want that. I don't want that to discourage you to give up. So let's set some tangible goals. Um, and so talking through the process, talking through the husband wants to go out to eat. What are you going to do? You're going to say yes or no. You have a 60 pound goal. You don't have room to go out to eat. So yeah. I can tell you, you can, you can go and not eat, drink water, have a salad with no dressing, no croutons. Like, you're not going to want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, bring your meal prep with you to the restaurant. You're not mm-hmm. going to want to do that. So what are you going to do? Um, and it's a process, and it's a, it's a community effort, um, almost on everything. So even with, like, my sister and I, like, I have to get her involved some way, somehow, to, like, overcome this thing. And it's not necessarily about her being right or me being right. It's a process. And whatever happens, happens at the end of that process. Um, and whoever wins, wins. And I think if you attack everything with that mentality, you will also be open to learning. Mm-hmm. Because if you are so hard-headed and stuck on the product or the end goal, you will block out learning new things. Yeah. No, I definitely I get that. Um, so reframing at the very beginning of the process and emphasizing the process, right? So basically what you're saying is you won't be able to achieve 60 pounds because your mindset is set on 60 pounds, right? So your mind is stronger than anything. If you take your mind off 60 pounds and just dial it in more narrow on what's my next best step, Yeah. right? Yep. And so reframing. Oh, I love that. My next best step. My next best step. And so it's funny. Um, you sent me a reel. And uh, it was this guy who had an acronym for WIN, ah, right? And so basically, when you don't know what to do, right, you can use WIN as an acronym. Mm-hmm. What's Furtick. important now? And it's funny you said that because I already had a strategy mm-hmm. just like that, but it wasn't that. Mm-hmm. And I got it from, a, it was a real estate strategy from listening to biggerpockets.com podcast. And this guy said, uh, you know, when I'm sitting on my ass and I'm on idle, I'm not serving my goals. And so how do I, how do I trigger myself to go move? And how do I figure out what to do next? And so I just use this cue. What's my next best move? Yep. Yep. What is my next best move? Yep. So anyways, that, it was, it was a so, trigger. Yeah, so when, W-I-N. What's um, important now? What's important now. Um, and, cause again, we get so focused on 60 pounds, 60 pounds, 60 pounds. Sorry to keep bringing up this example. But you're so far out there. You're you're not you're not worried about what's important now. Yeah. And this goes to the same analogy of I love using the cell phone analogy when you um, 
when you drop your cell phone, mm-hmm. no one, after you drop it, no one's like, oh, <clears throat> fuck that cell phone. Look, run it over with your car. No one does that. Yeah. Everyone picks it up. They baby it. On, oh, my God. Is my screen broken? Not me. I just buy a new one, bro. <laughs> I just play. <laughs> yeah, we baby it. We make sure is the screen broken? Do I need yeah. a new case? Like, what, what's going on? Like, is it okay? Does it still work? Can I still call people? We baby it. Okay. But when it comes to like our goals, and we fall off track, we drop them. Yeah. We fucking run them over with a car. I had a cookie, so I might as well fucking go to Chick Fil A. The whole day's oh, gone. I had Chick Fil A, so gone. I might as well yeah. just start next week. Oh, I can't, uh, Monday's a difficult day, so I might as well start next month. Yeah. And we just keep running it over with a car. Yeah. Instead of thinking, what's was it? What's what's important now? Which one? Wait, I got yeah, two. Yeah, I, I got two. I got I'm gonna start two. using both. What's of them. important now? What's my best next step? Yeah. What's my best next yeah. step? What's, or what's my next best? What's step? my next best step? I always get it confused, but the Q is the Q, right? Yeah. It gets my ass up. Yeah. So the way I think about putting your brain on a diet is when you feed your mouth and healthy foods, you're going to become stronger. When you feed your mind things that are going to serve your goal, you become stronger. Mm-hmm. Right now, I, when I'm on a journey mm-hmm. and it is going to be whatever journey it is. So we're health and fitness dudes and also business. I'll use me an example. Okay. Um, I am learning to become fucking great at business. All right. So that is my weight loss journey is this business thing. Okay. I am attacking it. But I can't be very effective while I'm attacking it, right? Because I have skills that aren't sharp yet. Mm-hmm. So while I'm attacking it, aka you on your fitness journey, I'm going to be feeding my mind things that are going to help build my skills to attack it better. Right. And so what are you consuming while you're on this journey that's going to help you reinforce this thing to get better at doing this thing? And so are you feeding your mind junk? What are, you, what are you feeding your mind? Are you feeding your mind TV? Are you feeding your mind Netflix? Are you feeding your mind, what is it, uh, radio? Radio, who listens to radio anymore? Are you listening to music? Yeah. Like what content are you feeding your mind? Is it negative content? Are you following people that you shouldn't be following? Yeah. Are you following people that trigger you that you shouldn't be following? Yeah. Like for me to be successful, I need to create the perfect environment to be successful. Yeah. And so the first thing I need to do is put my brain on a diet. Mm-hmm. And AKA, this is also called a no season. That means when I am super dialed in and I'm going to accomplish this goal, I'm going to beat the person next to me because I know how to put my brain on a diet. Yeah. That means I'm not going to go out with friends. That means I'm not going to go to that movies. That means, hey, I'm not going to do alcohol right now. Even though I do personally enjoy some alcohol, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that right now. I'm not going to listen to music. I am going to listen to and do only the things that are going to help me build the things I need to build to make this thing better. I am learning and working. And that's how you increase your learning experience, your learning rate. Yeah. Now you got to be able to learn and do. And when you do that, I'm going to beat you. Yeah. If you just do one or the other, you'll, if you just learn right. and don't work, you're just going to have mental masturbation. Yeah. Right? You're just going to feel good about yeah. learning, but you're not getting the context because you're not doing. That's like me learning about sales. I could read sales all day long and think I'm a master, but if I never sold nobody, I don't have the context. It's not going to make it's not gonna hit the same. Yeah. But if I'm selling and I'm going door to door and I'm doing cold sales and I'm reading, then I can now put two to two together and put strategies together and get better, yeah. better, 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 better. And now when I knock on a hundred doors, instead of getting zero sales, I can knock on a hundred doors. And now because I have strategies and I'm learning and I'm just feeding my environment, I made 10 sales. Right. That's progress. Yep. 
for sure. And so, um, you know, it's the same analogy of the person who loves to walk will walk further than the person who loves the destination. All right, so that's another analogy. Um, mm. Hold on. You don't got to love it. You just got to create the result more. Oh, and Tim Grover like, says yeah, that, bro. Yeah, you say like little wings. Not everybody wants to wake up at 3 a.m. And this is personal. Oh, I don't want to wake up at 3 a.m., but I know what the result of me waking up at 3 a.m. is going right, to equate. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I see what you're saying. So it's so, good. So once again, yeah, everything's yeah. in context, yeah. right? We, every time you listen to us, I always need you to pull <laughs> and learn yeah. what the context is. It, it's a push. It's a pull and a tug. Yeah. So it's always... And so, I mean, but the, the way the analogy works is... In, Inky Johnson said it as well, are you a hard worker or do you just work hard? Because if you just work hard, you're always gonna be able to work hard if you have this shiny new goal in front of, in front of your face. Oh, I wanna lose 10 pounds. Oh, I need to look good for a wedding, whatever the case may be. You're gonna be able to work hard. But if, you're, if your character, if working hard and being a hard worker is built into your character of who you are, you'll be successful forever, right? Yeah. So it's like, don't let your situation and environment dictate how hard you work, Yeah. right? Which is what a lot of people do. It's the same way when people reach out to me and, you know, obviously you need help, but, oh, Joseph, I just went to the doctor. I got my labs back. I got high cholesterol. I need a diet. I need to start changing my life. But they're all fucking in. Yeah. Okay, but then we fix your cholesterol. What's going to happen? You're going to quit and give up because cholesterol is yeah. good, so I'm good. I can go back to McDonald's. I yeah. can go back to my Cokes, right? And so it's like, no, you have to build it into your character, and you have to be constantly learning. We talk about this all the time of, we don't listen to music. We don't watch TV. Like, we don't do anything. My parents are staying with me right now, and they're like, and they live on the couch. And it's why I don't connect with them very much. But they're like, well, give TV. I'm like, I mean, I have a TV. It's right, you can see the TV. Yeah. I'm like, well, what can we watch? And I'm like, I don't know. You got an Amazon account? You got Netflix? Like, what do y'all like? What, you can sign you in to anything. Yeah. Oh, do you have cable? I'm like, no. I don't. Why don't you, how long do you have cable? I was like, I don't watch TV. Yeah. You, they log in and they turn the TV on and fucking I got to log into my Apple TV because it's like that's how it connects to the internet. And I fucking don't know my password. Yeah. Like, how do you not know your password? Because I don't use it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I literally don't watch TV. And to the point, again, like driving over here, I'm listening to a podcast. Driving yeah. to the gym, I'm listening to a podcast. At the gym, I'm listening to a podcast. I told you all that the other day on the episode. I'm in the gym listening to a podcast, not even listening to music. You know why people don't do that is because they feel like they need to be optimal at something. Mm -hmm. They're following this optimal. If I'm working out, then I need to be as optimal as I need to be focused. You're working out right? like so. Put that out there. I, I think people just get too caught up on that sounds terrible. Why would you do that? Oh, 100%. People tell me that all the time. But. They tell me to my face. It's, That's what sucks. It's only terrible if you suck at it. Yeah. And yeah. once you get to where it, the context, once you get to a level where you're not good at these skills, mm -hmm. you start to really fucking enjoy the journey, which is now when we do what we do, I love it. Like I, I would not want to change this life or anything else mm -hmm. because I feel fucking amazing because I'm living up to my standards. Yeah, yeah. Right? But early on, I did not enjoy the fucking journey. I was getting my ass kicked left and right, left and right, left and right, left and right. But I l reframed my mindset on how I did things. That everything's a skill. It takes practice. I may not be able to do it now, but I'll be able to do it fucking later. Yeah. Just go through the suck. And when, it gets, when you get good, it gets fun. Yeah. Nobody likes this shit when you suck at it. Right. Yeah. And man, I, luckily, I got to experience that very early on um, in both of my careers, Gold Gym and the Camp Gladiator. When I got to Gold Gym, I had never sold anything. 
I went from CC's Pizza in high school to helping a t-shirt company make t-shirts to the military to 100% commission-based income. <laughs> and if you don't sell personal training, you don't make any money. So luckily, early on, I've talked about him before, but Lawrence was like, call, 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 live in the gym, live in the gym, go talk to people, go talk to people, go talk yeah. to people. Over, like, don't quit. You're either going to be a wolf or a sheep. And if you're going to be a sheep, you're going to drown. Yeah. And if you're going to be a wolf, you're going to eat. And to this day, out of all of the people who I trained with throughout my, all my gold gym time, Lawrence and myself, I do believe, I could be wrong, are the only two trainers left in the industry right now. Yeah. He's still training, I'm still training. Uh, well, we do nutrition now, but in the industry, I haven't changed my career, right? So, but man, when you go talk to people and like, you know, they obviously know you're trying to sell them something and it's uncomfortable and they say yeah. no, whatever they say no, like, you're like, dang. But when you get that first sale, bro, your heart, <sighs> man, we were so excited. We used to have to write, we have to write, it was called the seven P's, it was seven rules um, when we would sell personal training at Gold Gym. Yeah. Man, we would go into the to the trainer office and we'd be like, I need a seven P's, I need a seven P's, and everyone would get fucking stoked. So it was like it was like, man, I'm about to close a sale, the right? Culture, yeah. It's so motivating, man. And the same thing with Cam Gladiator. When I first started Cam Gladiator, man, I, I was I was it was new. I was new. I felt everyone knew that I was new. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. And then you start getting these wins. And uh, we were just talking about it before the podcast. Of man, you get a couple hundred people on your roster, and you just like, I gotta close twenty percent. And you get no, 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 no. And finally you get a yes. And it's like revitalizing. Yeah. It is like the most energetic dose of dopamine that you could ever have is to see that bit of success, right? Yeah. One client's not going to change your life at all. But at least it gives you the motivation and courage to keep going. There's hope. There's it gives hope. You that hope There's, bro. Man, it's why I get. I mean, it's cold, but I got goosebumps just thinking about it. Yeah. You know, like it is so motivating when you can have a, when you put in the work to get a result and someone believes in you and says, okay, you got yeah. me, right? So we just talked about how you can put your brain on a diet, mm -hmm. right? You start consuming information that's gonna help you with your pain point, right? So that means you eliminate everything else. The bad, I don't wanna say bad foods, but the foods that are calorie dense, right? You start eliminating them, why? Because they don't serve you and your goals right now. So you create the environment where the only thing that matters is this thing. That's how you put your brain on a diet. Now, how do you make your brain strong? Challenge it. You challenge it? Mm. By doing what? The shit you don't like. The shit you don't <laughs> like to do, right? So, once again, the way you train your body, you challenge it yeah. with shit that you don't want to do. You lift heavier weight and it gets harder and harder. You become stronger and stronger. Mm. Well, the same thing goes for your mind, right? And so I would encourage you, well, how do I do that, Jay? I would encourage you at least once a quarter or maybe just once at the very beginning, you know, you want to start small. Small steps equals great distances. So you just want to start small. You have to know your level and where you are, mm -hmm. all right? I challenge you to do one hard thing this year, mm -hmm. okay? And then the next year, I challenge you to do two hard things in that year. And then now you're up to three, and then now you're up to four. And what that's going to do is, it's, but I mean, it may be too slow, but it depends on where this person's at in their, in their, in their, in their, <laughs> one a month, baby. <laughs> one at a month. Least. it depends on where that, and you can do this in, in ma macro, um, you can do it in weekly, you can do it in daily things, right? And I think most people tend to want to do daily things, but they're, they're, they're small, they're quick, right? A workout yeah, yeah. starts off. That's a hard thing that you can do. Mm -hmm. The second thing is people do ice baths. 
Right, that's like the new trend. It's not because they want to look cool. I mean, sure, I'm sure influencers want to want to do is. If I fucking start <laughs> event, if I see another person pick up on this stupid trend of getting in an ice bath with your camera, with your microphone, saying some motivational, motivational speech stuff. in a fucking shut up. Hey, if so, shut up. once again though, if it if it if no. they believe that this is the thing that's pushing them and that's and it's hard for them then what are they doing they're just reinforcing that they're doing something they don't like which reinforces that you are tough right whatever you need to do to brainwash yourself to think that it's tough yeah. right like yeah. working out for us may not be tough no more but for somebody just starting it's tough so work out for me i did it that means i must be tough right whatever you want to trick your mind to believe in doing yoga Maybe a challenge for you. Maybe you're stiff and you're like, man, I'm embarrassed to go do yoga because whatever. Well, if you do it, then guess what? You now did something you didn't want to do because you were scared to do it. So now you go tough. Yeah. Right. So how do you train your mind to be tough? You start doing things that make you feel inferior. Right. Right. Yeah. What is something that I'm scared of that could be in the easiest path to feel like I'm tough? You don't want to go to the extreme because you're out of reach. It's too far to reach. Like what's the easiest path that I can do? that makes me feel a little bit inferior, let's go handle that so I can build a win. And this is the, the you, so to think through this process, once you start to enjoy it, you need to go find something else hard. Yeah, it's on autopilot now, now you move on. These ice baths, you're jumping in the ice baths, you're not, even, you're not miserable anymore, you're not doing anything hard. You like it, you actually look forward to it, you enjoy it, you, it's motivating you to do your dumbass video. That now I you add on the other habit. So, so yeah, so you put on something else. And so um, Andrew Huberman, who's a neuroscientist, was talking about that. And he was like, you have to do something difficult that you do not enjoy. Yeah. Right? Every day. Um, I don't enjoy waking up early. I, like, I don't. Yeah. I could sleep for 10 hours a day and not blink an eye. Yeah. Um, I could sleep until 10 a.m. or noon and not blink an eye. Um, I will never like waking up early. Yeah. <laughs> ever. Um, and sometimes I fall off track. Right, we've talked about that before, and now I'm back on track. Yeah. Um, and it's actually, and we talked about it too. Is like, man, it's I feel like I'm firing on all cylinders because I start my day off doing something that I fucking hate, and getting my daily win. Yeah. Um, and then as that becomes a norm, which I don't think it will ever become a norm because I've been doing it for at least 20 years, and I still fucking hate it. But you have to add something. So when we ran all those half marathons, I fucking hate running. But I felt pretty good. I was firing on a lot of cylinders. Yeah. My business was thriving. Um, we were doing some really cool stuff. And so doing challenging things and blocking out all the noise and blocking out all the shit that's going to distract you yeah. away from that hard stuff, which most of the time it's relationships. Most of the time it's a person saying, you don't need to get in the ice bath today. You don't need to go run today. Right? You talked about your wife last episode, yeah. right? Well, oh, it's, it's you know cold or it, I don't want to go running. And you were like, babe, go run right like yeah. sometimes it's the people that we need to also take a diet from yeah um, absolutely the, everything that doesn't serve it's the no yeah. season is yeah, my friend no going season. to help me achieve what i'm trying to achieve yeah doesn't make them bad friend right. if they don't yeah no cool right now it's not the time right now is not the time right now is not the time if you want to win you're serious about winning you have to create the best chance of you winning and you do that by creating the environment that is, you're going to be learning, mm -hmm. and there you're going to eliminate the distractions, and you're gonna be doing the do. You're, gonna take the action. you're learning, doing the do is gonna give you the best strategy to absolutely win. Give yourself a chance to win, please. Yeah. Yeah. All right, 
that's like you going um it's, that's like how our system is today for drug addicts right yeah. they're going to go to rehab they take them out of the system they get clean because they're out of the system but then they throw them back right into back the in exact there. same system yeah. well now you're surrounded by it and now you're trying to operate off willpower willpower doesn't work create a system that you can actually win um i want to kind of just end it off of this note if you aren't achieving anything it's because you don't have your next level always require new information and new habits Okay, I just need you to understand that. So I need you to think of your brain like your iPhone. Every fucking couple of months, what does the iPhone do? It gets an update. It gets an update with new information so it can improve better and increase its performance. Your mind is the exact same thing. If you're still operating off old information, then this is why you're struggling. You're not bringing in new information. You stop learning and you stop growing. Yeah, things are going to get very difficult because your mindset has not grown yeah. to what you're trying to achieve. So if you want to achieve something, then you grow your mind, you learn some new stuff, you build your skill, you put your daily practice in, and you're going to achieve greatness over time. It's not going to happen overnight, but you are going to be able to do it. Upgrade your mind just like you do your phone, and you'll see your life change. Yep. And be last note, I would say be cautious of what is giving you false sense of that growth like um sorry to pick on it but sports and um uh what are those leagues called when you you create fantasy leagues fantasy leagues so people are like this is so difficult i gotta pick the right players and am i gonna win this week and who am i going against this week and what does their team look like and that seems challenging but it's in a it's getting you nowhere it's literally getting you nowhere and and for the average person, you're not winning any money that is life-changing. Some people are making some massive money. Great, that's not 99.9% okay. of you. But why are they making, why are they winning? It's because they're probably creating <laughs> yeah. the environment yeah. where nothing matters yeah. but All me winning do. at this. Yeah. That's the game. Yeah. It's the same thing with poker. Like People who are winning at poker, like their whole life revolves around They poker. say no to everything, everything else. Everything if you else. don't talk poker, you're not in my circle. Crip. And if you're not talking about how to be the best at poker, yep. even though you do play poker, you're still not in my circle. You're still not in my circle. <laughs> yep. Which is why our friend group is so small. I have nothing to talk to you about. Yeah. I literally, I don't care about your, I don't care about your shitty life. I don't care about your weak mindset. I don't <laughs> care about your health issues. Like I, if you want to get into my circle, the easiest thing to do is just, you can Add complain, value. Just, but I want to see solutions. I want you to come to me with the problem and the answer simultaneously, which is what we actually told um, the interns the other day. I, you're going to run into problems, but you better have a solution or you better have, you have an attempted solution and I'll help guide you along the journey. You got to add value to people's lives. You have to. There's so many and if you're Deep pulling, yeah, people. if you're pulling, then I'm sorry. I think uh, Alex from Rosie says that he tried to be mentored by, who's the greatest um, investor? Uh, uh, Warren Buff Buffett. Warren Buff now, it, it may not be him, but it's that's that level. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I can't do it. And uh, he's like, you're, you're, you don't add any value to me. You would just be slowing me down. Damn. <laughs> which is true I can't slow down or else I can't continue to do what I'm doing which is what you who turned who down I uh, turned Alex down oh the mentor turned Alex yeah down. Oh, he turned, okay, okay, it's okay, like okay. it's so okay. basically it's like Alex a friend trying to get on board yeah, 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 right yeah. like I yeah. I love you but I, I can't right because you're going to be slowing me yeah. down now can you add value somewhere right cool then we can move together right and it sounds shitty and I always it, it does because to the norm, that is a shady situation. Oh, because he's not adding value, I can't be in your circle? Well, no, because my mission is the mission. Yep. My mission is the mission. 
Okay, you, you're either going to be adding to my mission or you're going to be taking from my mission. Yep. And that is it. I want massive impact to serve others, to be a big contribution contribution to this world, to leave it better than I found it. Easy. And if you can't be on that mission, then you can't be in this circle. Can't be here. Love it. Put a bow. Love you. All right. All right, guys. So that being said, we hope you enjoyed this podcast today. We took, hope you got some nuggets. Um, as always, I need you to send this link, share it with somebody that you love. Be sure they're on the growth path or they're going to get highly disrespected. <laughs> so uh, share it, guys. Post it on your Facebook. Uh, tag somebody. And most importantly, uh, don't work to keep up. Work to separate.